Are we amped? Are we ready to do it? Are we in the right headspace? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking psyched. Coming hard? <laughs> Shut the fuck up and go. It's uh, finally it's that time of the year. Let's go. Let's do this. Ho ho. I'm staying the man. I'm Evil J Dog. I'm Shoddy and Oh, hold on, hold on, guys. Sorry, sorry. I forgot to hit record. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think I caught it now. <laughs> oh <laughs> God. Can't even sorry. get at right now. I know. I know. Here. You just had to hit record and be uh, here. I know. <laughs> not even do that. <laughs> one one job. I know. That's it. No clips. Right. Nothing. What were you doing when we clapped? Uh, I was just ready. <laughs> Getting pumped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Boys, let's do this. Woo! 2022. I'm staying the man. I'm Evil J Dog. Round two, I'm Shoddy. And, and we have a special and- guest tonight. Yeah, hi, uh, Phil Wadey back again for the first time in a couple of years. I've been kindly asked to join in the legendary end of year show. Who asked? I didn't, did we hey. ask Phil? I thought he just showed up. Well, I asked <laughs> Phil. How'd you get in this voice chat? <laughs> I invited him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I invited him too. Oh, yeah, how okay. dare you? For for everyone that don't know, Phil had his. Uh, <laughs> how many years did you do your podcast for? Bit over six years, and then six like, years. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so I, like after doing it for that long, like almost like every two weeks, I kind of I needed a break for a bit, so I kind of wrapped it up uh, the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, threw in the towel this year, but that's yeah. how I'm feeling. Phil's breakfast medal. If you guys don't, if you guys got a second, check it out. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, thank you. We wrangled him in for this. Yeah. Although I thought so, we made the decision to never do it again because he makes us look like complete idiots. That <laughs> was way too much, than we, more than we do. But remember, we said that it was a learning experience, so we would just chalk it up to that every time. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> so disclaimer: the reason we got Phil on here is because if you guys haven't been following this year, I haven't been listening to new music, so I really don't have more than five albums to talk about for the year. So I'm gonna jump in like number five, but Phil's basically taking my spot. So I'm just I'm just waiting for the recommendations this this time around. Yeah, that works. That works. It's kind of uh, cool to be on the other side of it, though. Are, are we gonna you get know? like? Did you rank any of your favorite discoveries or? Um, I think I might wait. Um, on that stuff. Okay. I, mean, I'm an, I wanna. I'm gonna do something for what I did this year because I obviously I did stuff. You know, I spent my time doing other, listening to other stuff. I just, yeah, I'm gonna figure something out. Cool. Spoiler might, alert: might, He might hasn't be... done anything yet. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Been a very busy year. <laughs> I'm. I'm I, honestly. I'm glad it worked out this way because I would have been fucked if I was trying to play catch up. I. Yeah. Stan, you were just out. on a nice uh, two week long honeymoon. I was. We yeah. didn't really get to hear about that, except for that you were puking your brains out or shitting your brains out. Or... <laughs> yeah, so first day, <laughs> we, we, uh, we went 11 nights in Punta Cana, and the first, first seven nights were... I love how you were... say that real quick. One more time, where did you go? Punta Cana. There you go. Okay. It just gets um, me off every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, speaking of getting off, no. <laughs> first, first seven nights, amazing, and then eighth night, me and my wife got food poisoning, like bad. No, it was uh, 
Yeah, I was curled up in a ball for two days straight. <laughs> you oh, think it'd be fuck. awesome, like, oh, okay, I can uh, listen to some music and stuff. Like, literally, no, I was curled up in a ball doing nothing, like, just <laughs> crying. My cramps hurt so bad, and then just warning back and forth to the bathroom. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, dude, that sucks. She didn't get as bad as me, but she did get it pretty bad, too. Dude, oh, that's, that's funny. Me and, me and Alicia both had that on our honeymoon. Really? Yeah, when we went to Belize, we ate some uh, fucking uh, street meat, some like street tacos. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, that's what I think it was from a food truck. Yeah, we had our. It was like the. I remember the day before we were supposed to get on the plane to come home, and I was like, I don't oh, know if God. I can get on that plane, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's that's that sucks. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't listen to any music when I was there. Like I think it was one morning when she took a, got a massage. You know, I went outside, did some work, and. Listening to some music, but other than that, yeah, I would have been fucked for this list. <laughs> so thank wow. you, Phil. Yeah. Well, we're, so glad, we're glad you're back. We're glad you made it back. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to. Um, thoughts on the year? Maybe, uh, uh, Phil, you're our guest. What do you think? Yeah, as off, as a year, as a whole. So, so coming, coming from the perspective of, you know, we, we have like community in the backstage lounge where we discuss like really like releases coming out each week and that kind of thing. Most years, there's normally a consensus. There's like the 10 albums everyone's listened to, everyone's big into. This year, there hasn't been that, you know, there hasn't been that one album we're all obsessed with. Um, but I don't think that's like indicative of there not being good music this year. If anything, it's kind of almost the opposite. I think 2022 might be where we're seeing that like post-COVID boom of every band you like wrote an album while they were stuck at home and it came out this year. So it's just all over the place. There has been so much music to check out, like more so than ever. I found it like not even worth trying to have a handle on everything coming out. You just, you got to find your like kind of bit of it you're interested in and, and just be happy with that almost like it was a lot of stuff like don't know whether it's necessarily better than previous years but i felt there's yeah there's huge volume of stuff um and yet yeah, no no genre really dominating either I, like at least my my kind of summary of this year really didn't lean in any particular direction don't know about you guys no yeah. correct me if you're, i'm wrong but you kind of started out the same way as i did you were kind of getting away from not listening to new music weren't you yeah so i this- was initially planning to take this whole year off and then about five months in i realized like from any new music at all just listening to stuff i already owned realized i was complete suicide for my own podcast so yeah. <laughs> completely 180 and have spent like the last like six seven months of this year listening to like every new release under the sun um, so you played a little oh, bit of catch up yeah yeah so yeah. i really I, I i feel i put a lot of time into this year obviously it, even i think if i'd had the whole six months it would be impossible to stay on top of but i think i've brought an interesting top 15 we'll see <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm curious. Like you said, everybody has had way different lists. There, ha- I, I don't know if there's... I was trying to figure this out. Is there been less, like, huge, huge winners? Uh, you know, like... Or is it just, like you said, there's yeah. just so many that... So much good stuff that came out that no, just kind of went across with, the board. I don't know. Dude, I, I agree with Phil, honestly. It was, for me, the reason why it took me so long to make my list was because of how... I'll be honest, it's the first time that I've had 40 albums on my top 15. And I didn't even realize I had 40. I literally was taking 
So I did it my list a little bit differently this year. I guess I'll just go ahead and talk about that now. I did it based off of my played time. So how many times I've listened to mm. either a track on that album or that album. It wasn't like 100% the weight behind how I made my list. But if I was ever struggling, like, ah, oh, should this go here? Should this go there? It was referred back That's to. That's smart. But yeah. but So I, I had, like I said, there was a good amount of shit, and I ended up throwing everything onto a list, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm at like 60 albums. What the fuck am I going to do now? So I just started <laughs> weeding stuff out, and then that was honestly the longest time, like getting down to like 20 and then culling those last five and then trying to figure out. So one through five was easy. Like it was pretty easy for me to throw that together. But anything after that was just a mind fuck. I was like, does this belong here? Does this belong there? So yeah, I like, like Phil said, it was a, a year where we had so much shit come out that it was very, very hard to stay on top of all of it. And it was very hard to keep your attention on one thing because you'd listen to an album and then the next week there'd be this other album that came out and you'd always be like, oh, I want to go back to that one album again. But then two weeks later, there'd be other <laughs> shit that would it just the mound of shit just kept getting higher and higher and you could never claw your way through yeah. it. So good year, though. Really <clears throat> fucking good year. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't say that. I thought 2022 was an amazing year for new music. And I think there's like, I think we're going to be like sifting for it for years to come. Like there's a lot of hidden gems in it. Yes, I agree. There's so much I want. I need. I'm gonna get to as the year after this. You know, I say that, and then there'll be new shit coming out. And I'll <laughs> get oh, yeah, of course, of course. Buried <laughs> in that. But all right, let's get to it. Let's start the, uh, the countdown. The final countdown. All right, number. It's the final countdown. Uh, let. Can we just throw the screams in from past years? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, dude! I thought we said bring the energy today. I know that's what I come for. Bring the energy. What is this, man? Number fifteen. There he is, Phil. You're the guest, man. Start us off. What do you got for number fifteen? All right. So um, yeah, this is one that came out on the sixteenth of December. I like to keep the end of my list free for one that really excites me at last minute. Um, So I'd say yeah, go ahead and listen to the clip. This is Hellish with their, I believe, third album, The Dance of Four Elemental Serpents, released on Unspeakable Axe Records, who have, you know, they're like the go-to if you want that angry, death thrash, black and thrash kind of sound. There was a whole pile of 
Chilean Thrash that came out this year or Thrash-related bands, stuff like Critical Defiance that actually shares a member with this yeah. band. And I think Hellish just got in there by being the one that caught me at last minute. Like, it was just really angry, black and thrash with crazy bass playing. Some amazing I was going to say, solos. I like that bass. I thought maybe that's what caught your attention or something. Oh, there's full-on bass solos. Like, the album opens with a bass solo. It's that, <laughs> nice. that kind of music. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, what do you guys think? I was digging it, for sure. Chili? I'm not too familiar with the area, but... But dude, they've been putting out such some really good metal yeah. lately. Like I've heard some albums this year, and I'll look down at the country and I'm like, "Chilly," but it sounds fucking banging. So I mean, none of it made my list, but it's yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I'm as long as it's not death metal, I'm probably gonna love it. Honestly, this year, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm really gonna you know pick apart the death metal part uh, songs. But yeah, I was really digging that. I'm gonna have to listen because I I really love that Critical Defiance album. I didn't make my list. I was like right there. But uh, the fact that it shares a member and it still sounds pretty thrashy and pretty cool, I'll definitely check this out. Cool. cool. All right. Uh, strong way to start it. Yeah, that's a good strong one to start with. And then you know what? That's why we. That's why we wait, man. That's why we do these things at the end of December because you get these releases. They yeah, come I'm out always December. bitching at Jason saying we need to do this later and later because I got fucking albums coming out. Well, so I think there's an album on my list that came out the second week of December. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was so good that it stuck around. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, this one is going to be very familiar since we just fucking talked about it. But let's go ahead and listen to it. Yeah. Notepad at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the sewers for that one. Do you guys remember that from the last episode? Is that more biffic? Vaguely. I didn't write it down, though. So. Yeah, that's more biffic. I went with a different track. That's like the, the album's called Squirm Beyond the Mortal Realm, and that's the track of the same name. Yeah, man, I don't know. This one's simple. It's just, this is the album I've been reaching for so often when I'm just like, I just want, I don't want to think. I just want to bang my head. I want, I want that filth. I want that fucking moldy fuzz. Like, you know, I love shit like that. I love Undergang. And, and you know, if you can do that sound right and just write really yeah. fucking good riffs. And these guys are doing it, man. They're just 
riff after riff after riff. It's fucking nuts. It's fucking Dude, the production's still not. It's still throwing me off on this one. <laughs> I yeah, get it. I mean, it's too. It's not. It's not good, dude. It's just I not was, good. <laughs> I agree with Stan. I mean, I was down with the grooves a lot, and it sounded but dude, good. Dude, the riffs to are me. awesome, and yeah, I the knew the riffs are awesome. But I, I the, thought the same too, thing about the last su- the clip you brought too. Much. It's just, I, yeah. I was gonna ask if that was too much. Oh, you know, fuzz yeah, it's or not, what the fuck right. was that production? Like, what was going on there? I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've got hair in my balls, so like, it's not too much for me. But I can get like where you guys are coming from. <laughs> if it's not the same situation. Dude, but. I'm gonna smack okay. the shit out of you the next All right, time. Let me, I wanna. I want to ask you, <laughs> did you go back and listen to the other one? You know what, dude? I Today, because I was really curious, I listened to one track, and I can 100% okay. see like what you're talking. It's very different production-wise. Yeah. It had more of that Swedish buzzsaw to it and, and a little bit, like just a little cleaned up. And uh, But I don't That's know, dude. That's even worse. Doesn't fucking I, I, yeah, I, I kind of like that, that, that almost like blown-out bass tone they've got. It, oh, it yeah. makes it feel like old Finnish, like like death metal, like kind of like if Demi Lich weren't so absolutely unhinged in terms of the writing and focus on the groove i like it it's <laughs> it's got a cool vibe to it. it it's an interesting sound i can see why it put people off i don't i don't think that's unreasonable but yeah i, I think it's got a lot of charm yeah i get it it's, it would be a make or break like i 100 it's definitely not gonna be for everybody but uh i don't know it's it stuck around for me so i think uh that track suicide sanctum i think that played that last time and then the last track gets real doomy. That's another highlight, but I'll be. I still got to go back listen to the last one, but this one's up there for me. All right, I'll listen to this one. You listen to the last one. We'll reconvene. I, I think the thing about these kind of that kind of sound too. You listen to the one clip and you're just like alarmed because it sounds that way. But you get mm-hmm. two songs in, your ears adjust, you're good. You get used to it. Yeah. 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 That's true. But anyways, Shoddy, what do you have? It oh. might actually be the only, yeah, let me just double check here. I think it's only, yeah, I'm almost positive it's the only tech death I'm going to bring the, the whole year. Wow. So, yeah. Times are changing. I know, dude, wow. this, it's so fucked up. And it kind of only made the list because of nostalgia, because it, you know, but yeah, let's listen to it first. I think we've got very similar... If I'm not wrong, was that Freedom of Fear? Yes, that was. Oh. <laughs> we have very similar tastes in Tech Death this year. <laughs> oh, is that... Did I... Is, am I spoiling something? Hey, no spoilers, no uh, spoilers. Well, no no, uh, no spoilers, but yeah, I, I really dug this album. It, it had a great, like... Unsurprisingly, with Hannes Grossman on drums, it had like a little bit of that necrophage, kind of flair. Yeah, yep, mixed yep, with some yep. atmospherics. 
Um, it's very 2005 tech death, but they, they do it well. Yeah, like, I mean, I really enjoyed, like, there's blackened elements mixed in here or there, but honestly, you hit the nail on the head. For me, it was really about the drumming on this album. The speed was there, and I really, I mean, showing the, the solo that I put in that little clip there, they just know how to rip, and it, it was, you're right, It that's why I threw out the nostalgic thing, because it was... Anytime I didn't know what I would want to listen to, for some odd reason, I found myself throwing this album on and it just, like I said, just sort of grew and grew and grew on me. So, so that was Carpathia. I'm sorry, Freedom of Fear. The album was Carpathia. The small, uh, and I don't want to say small, but they're out of uh, Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, dude, that was that was rad. There was a lot going on in that clip, man. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the song was Gate Creeper. So, but yeah, honestly, it was really just the speed and the solos. I mean, a reminiscent, a little bit of Inferi, but more of uh, you know a blackened you know element behind it. So, the drums yeah, were like almost, the first thing I noticed too. So I didn't know that was Hans Grossman on there, but that makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that's worth mentioning about this band is just like so. This is their second album, and I remember paying a reasonable attention to their like debut a few years back and it was all right they really stepped up their game in terms of writing on this one i, I had the same thing surely have like whenever i was in the mood for something a bit techy and shreddy this was just the one i kept going back to and they the something they they really nailed the writing on this album hmm. man you guys got me uh curious now yeah, i know <laughs> <laughs> i haven't checked one of these kind of albums out in forever but listening to that clip i don't know if it's the couple coffees and the beer i'm drinking right now or <laughs> Or what? But that was that was was sweet. Writing it down. Oh, you got Jason writing down something. Nice guys. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's two points for the next. Yeah, that's two points for the next show to both me and Phil. All right, Stan, are you gonna say anything, or are we moving on? He thought. No, I can no. No, no, I'm just not like I said. Top fifteen moments. Top fifteen friends. I don't know. Whatever you want to throw in there. All right, let's let's move it along then. Okay, All back right, to number Phil. fourteen. Okay, so this is fucking hilarious. Um, play the clip for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That I, I wild. was worried we'd have no overlap at all. That is, <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly. I mean, Phil. The funny thing was, was I was going to use that song, and I 
was like, I didn't know if, I didn't want to cut the solo off. And Jason was like, oh, yeah, keep it under a minute and a half. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just switch to Gatekeeper then. So, because my clip for that was like 210. And I was like, oh, that's not going to work. So, but yeah, no, we should use Phil's clip for both. Because that was the much better one. It was cool so. to hear the difference. Because that one had a little like oh, yeah. symphonic shit going on. So, yeah, yeah. That I will say nothing against you, Shotty, but Phil's clip nailed it on. Like I'm, I wrote it down. Like you know, well, Shotty, I, Phil, I, I like Shotty's clip too. I get Shotty's like I did worry too, about but... fading out the second solo. You like <laughs> Phil, Phil? For everybody, what song did you pick? So that was the title track, Carpathia. I think that's how you say the album title, yep, isn't it? Yep. Well, yeah, beautiful. I don't know. Do we want to say anything else, or I guess there's some symphonic elements that we forgot to mention the first time around. <laughs> but I, I think it's essentially you'll know whether this will be for you from that clip or not. Like either yep, clip, yep. like it's very yeah, like it's all there. Yeah, that I feel nice. so honored to fucking have an overlap with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you never say that about me or Stan, but <laughs> you know me. Well, me and Stan used to just be a plutonic thing. It would yeah. always just happen year after year. I don't think it ever happened with me and you. Not yeah, Phil's often. really taking the spot, like, yeah. in all ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, then. Fuck, I'm uh, going to get kicked out by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you might. <laughs> Lost my job. <laughs> they took the nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do it subtly. I'm sorry. Uh, All right, Jason, what do you have? Oh, well, you know what? Funnily enough, it's going to stay a little bit technical here. A little different style, but still pretty technical. Okay, cool. Let's listen. Anybody know what that is? No, sir. Yeah, I'm Disgusting, not. liked it, but no, sir. Yeah, okay. So that's Faceless Burial mm. with the uh, the newest album at the Foothills of Deloration. That track was, I think, the second one, A Mire of Penitence. And I, listening to it, I guess that wasn't the most technical of it, but it's a very technical album. No, dude, those drums were very technical. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, and the, the little jazzy bass bits, like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, like, you know, that half of that, or most of that clip, it's like they're, they're kind of riffing on, like, a groove. But what I, that's what I love about this band. Like, even when they're doing, like, a groove like that, they, like, it's not a simple groove. There's so much more going on with it. And that's what I love. Like, you know, you could be bobbing your head and you can be, like, having those catchy parts, but it's still, like, they're they're adding, like, their own thing to it. And uh, 
Yeah. I mean, I love the last one, Speciations. And uh, this one is, yeah, it's right up there with it. It's a little more proggy, a little more progressive. Still has a lot of like the gore guts and some suffocation and shit like that. Like older technical, not so much like yours, really that, you know, mid 2000s, a little more old school technical, but, but while also like doing their own thing, you know, venturing off and progressing and uh, I really like it. I mean, it, it takes a lot of listens. It did for me because there's a lot going on and you really got to like <coughs> digest it all. But uh fucking love it. Like you guys mentioned the drumming, like that dude just adds so much on every song and it's only a three piece. So like you kind of need that from a drummer and uh, man, I don't know. No, that clip really makes me regret not getting to this one this year. It's, it's <laughs> on the list and I just never, never made the time that sounds incredibly sick i like that mixture of like more modern brutal sounding stuff but with that yeah as you say that classic like late 90s almost gore guts touch to it yes yes dude did you, did you phil, get into did you, oh stan go ahead i was gonna yeah, i was gonna ask the same question <laughs> <laughs> yeah did you get into the last one phil i don't think i ever gave it enough time like it's one i, I definitely listened to it like two or three times and i didn't like nothing against it you you know we have those like, that's pretty good and then you just don't keep going back it mm-hmm. was one of those i think i think as you say this sort of band you need to kind of learn a bit like you need to let the album sink in and i need to do this on this one because that clip was fantastic stan you did right oh yeah i think it was top five or something like yeah that. yeah 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 this one's different you know it's it's maybe like slightly less like riff oriented and a little more like it, it's a little more progressive and a little more they're okay that's okay with them though they can do it exactly like, I'm you don't happy have to rely I mean, on the riff yeah yeah exactly like the other one like maybe had a few more of those just like full-on headbang type moments but this one just kind of you you know you listen to it more and like Still has those parts for sure, but it's cool because you don't yeah. want the same album again. It's kind of like makes sense. Like they're just kind of going down this path, and it's not the same shit. And I mean, I definitely could see you liking it, Phil. Like even maybe even more than the last one because I know you like some complexity and some stuff to kind of you know wrap oh, your head yeah, around. Yeah. So it might be even more up your alley than the last one. But I definitely don't. No, it, so. I, I like my weirdo death metal, so this yeah. this seems like it would appeal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, back to you then, Shotty. Right, number yeah, uh, yeah, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Number fourteen. Yep. So I guess the only thing I want to say beforehand is it's a two piece. I fucking tried. I'm not trying to find two pieces. They just for some odd reason fall on my lap. So, but yeah. Did you know who that was? I had no idea. That was amazing. Oh, what what, what yeah. was okay. that? All right. I was hoping that you were going to know everything on all of our <laughs> lists. <laughs> Sadly not. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so that was the two-piece Vital Spirit uh, out of uh, British Columbia. And that was the album Still as the Night, Cold as the Wind. And I let you guys listen to White Eyes, the track White Eyes off of that album. I knew that sounded familiar. Oh, so you've gotten a chance to listen to it a little bit, Jason. Yeah, yeah. I bought this like right when it came out, listened to it a few times, Ah. and then I didn't go back to it enough. And then I was going to revisit it for the list, and I heard that this dude, the, the guy in the band was, what was it, Phil, transphobic or doing some stupid shit online? or See, I don't try, oh, I try not band? to. Uh, Vital was it right? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I'm pretty sure he's in this and woven, uh, whatever. He's in a few bands. But I mean, whatever, uh, you, didn't, you don't, you know, whatever, I'm just I saying. So I didn't, I didn't know that if he is whatever piece of shit anyway. Yeah, I'm not, I, I know, I'm just saying yeah. that, that's why I didn't go back to it. It would probably, it probably would have been on my list though. Like, cause I did like it right when it came out. Like I said, I bought the fucking thing. I love anything that has that Western feel Well, that's to what it. I was, that's what I was going to say. And that's honestly part of the reason why it made my list was because it was, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a black metal album, but they throw in like the Western and these warm elements that you don't normally associate with black metal. Like the tones that they use aren't really, you know what I'm saying? Like you would normally hear in a black metal oh, album. Yeah. So it was just kind of a little bit lighter. And when I say lighter, I just say tone wise, not lighter in the sense like, Oh, it's happy go lucky. It's just, it just felt different from, you know, a normal black metal album that can feel sometimes cold and desolate for sure. Which is the vibe of black metal, but for the most part, yeah, this just kind of strayed away from that path. So, if there's any sort of controversy around the people who are in this band, then fuck them. I don't support that, but the music was something that I liked. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I fucking yeah. bought it. I like their, they put out something before this. It was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked I, Wayfair, anything like that. I, I eat it up, so like... Yeah, it's fucking, yeah, yeah. it's fucking good, no doubt about it. it yes, really, so, that- so <laughs> done the background. Yes, Kyle Tarvis, he is a fucking twat. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. The the, the <laughs> guitarist vocalist it has started a blog, and he is like. Oh my god, he's such a twat! Like <laughs> a great vocalist, but just oh, the worst. Yeah, if you could see me, the head is hanging down right now. No, did not dude, I mean, everybody had just listen, so many yeah. people had this on their end of the year list. It's like, he just, uh, it's just not, like the other day, yeah. just put. He's just so fucking stupid. I don't. I don't. Again, know. disclaimer too. I don't watch or look at anybody's end of the year list until after we do our <laughs> shit, just to laugh. Or I do. I guess I'll do it after this episode because the list is already cemented. But I didn't know that it was had any weight behind it with respect to the shit that they are. No, so, like I said, you wouldn't. Is. You really wouldn't because it was literally like a day or a couple. Of, you know what I mean? It was just recently. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I don't I don't know the details. I just saw some shit and I had it went back to it. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was playing catch up <laughs> yeah. there just two weeks before this. Like, I got to re-listen to all these albums and see what it's going to make the list. And that was yeah, one I don't probably would have. Maybe. I don't know. But it's on the music alone. It's, it's very good. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, f- fuck him. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, skipping right over uh, Stan. Number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless, just feels he, unless he's going to say something. It just... I know, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, number. Right, this is a band that you'll be very unsurprised to see me include on the list once again. Um, I think last time I was on the show, I was plugging them. Uh, this is the latest release from Essex Trillium. Yeah, I guess go ahead and play the clip.
his vocals are so fucked. I know. <laughs> Dude, disgusting. That's always so, the thing with us of Trillium is like his vocals just you know you can tell him a mile off. Mm-hmm. So he did two two albums this year? So Astagall is one of the most busy like one man projects I think of. He put out yeah, two yeah. albums, an EP and a twelve minute long single this year. Um, <laughs> he's been active since twenty seventeen, and this is his eighth album. Technically signed to I Void Hanger, but they only let him have one album a year. So this is the second one. So this is self released. Okay, so okay, because I actually I forgot actually until I just looked at it right now that I bought the first one. I don't even know if I listened to it. I just uh, I missed out on uh, the Eternity of uh, Shag or whatever. Shag. Yeah, I didn't get the CD, so now I've been buying every one of his like the day it comes out, just so I don't miss out on anything. <laughs> but I yeah. So um, this this album is Sayoff. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it. S A O P T H apostrophe S. Um, and the the Ivoid Hanger release, Consecration of the Spiritus Flesh, was intensely brutal. I found this one like okay. weirdly like Zen, like that. It it sits in that kind of vibe you heard for the whole thing. It's it, that sound is the sound of the album start to finish, and I know I, I found it very kind of evocative. Um, it's less crazy than his work often is. It, like actually. Barring his weird vocals, is quite a traditional black metal album. But yeah, very, very atmospheric and very just yeah, good mu- mood music, I guess. Yeah, so I you listen- like this one better. Yeah, so the more brutal one, I sort of bounced off a bit. I am um, maybe but I haven't given it enough time, as I say. Like yeah. it's really so much stuff. But yeah, I, I felt this one. Like, it was just more what I was after at this this time, I guess. I mean, yeah, the vocals alone, it's always good. Yeah, guy's so. a mastermind. Yeah. yeah, and I, I I like that he was trying something different with this. Like you know the sort of the previous couple of albums have been very progressive, and as I say that last one was incredibly brutal and intense. And then this felt another experiment. Like he really strikes me as a character following some like uh, Blue Just Nords kind of shoes, where it's like trying different things every mm. release and constantly sort of evolving the ideas. Yeah, that's a good point. I like, yeah, I like those one, those like really progressive experimental ones. Those were what were hitting hitting me pretty hard. Um, but that vibe that you played there sounds like it could be pretty good. So, all right, um, where are we on thirteen? Yep, yep, yep. I don't know what it is, so let's go ahead and listen to it.
That was uh, Mortuous, the album Upon Desolation, and that track was Defiled by Fire. I know we've talked about Mortuous before. I know it's been on at least Stan or Mine's End of the Year list in the past. And, yeah, I uh, love man. the last album. Right? You're Stan? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Last album, I loved it. Yeah. Did you get a chance? Did you listen to this one yet or no? No, I haven't. And even here in the clip, it's like, yeah, it sounds good and stuff, but it's like, this is exactly what I didn't want to listen to this mm, year. I hear you. You know? Well, I mean, it's uh, to me, it's like a step up from the last one. It's like, it's like even more, it's more, it just feels like, I don't want to use the word mature. It's like more thought out. It's got a lot of added mm-hmm. elements. Like they take some of that peaceful three shit, like like some violins from like uh, uh, My Dying Bride, like stuff like that. Or like some melodies like you might hear on Paradise Lost or even like funeral doom moments, like um, uh, disembowelment, like some little like clean chord ring outs like that you might hear that are just kind of weird. And, but they do it all like, while still being pretty fucking death metal, you know, they, they, they kind of, it's not mm-hmm. like super death doom. It's very, you know, a lot of it is death metal, but they're able to just like stop and go down to like a crawl or they throw in these atmospheric parts that add a lot or a part like on that song where it's just like a really sick, heavy, groovy riff at every track has something that will make it stand out. And, uh, I found myself, it's like 37 minutes and like I almost almost every time I listened to it, I would like just hit play again if I had the time. So I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people talking about it. I've seen it pop up a lot of different places. Yeah. I, I listened no, to I, it. I feel it. I'm oh, sorry, Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry, Phil. I was just going to say I listened to it once and I was the same. I was in the same boat as Stan. It really wasn't what I wanted to be listening to. So. Yeah, I, I gave it yeah, one four listen years and then ago. I came back to it. Mm-hmm. So four years ago, this album would probably be you know, you know, way up there. But it's just this is exactly what I'm not looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a similar similar thing this year. There has been a hell of a lot of that like kind of dirty death kind of sound, and it's great. But I haven't really latched on to any one of those albums that deeply. This is one that stood out because you know it's very riffy, it's very catchy. But yeah. I, I think it's more bouncing off the genre a bit this year. But I, the, the general consensus around this album does seem to be it's absolutely brilliant. And those looking for that sound seem to love it. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. Like, it's it's just really well done. Like, if you're over that sound, then, then that's, you know, not going to probably mm-hmm. do it for you. But I, if you want that sound, like, oh, man, it's hard to beat it. Like, it just doesn't sound like something they just threw together and put out. Like, it sounds like they just put so much thought into it. Like I said, every track having something different and just keeps your attention and fucking, I don't know, man. I, I didn't really expect to uh, love it as much as I did because I wasn't seeking this kind of stuff out. But uh, it found me, I guess. I think it's one that give it two months I'm going to come back to and absolutely love. It's just, yeah, the mood hasn't taken me with it, with this kind of sound recently. Yeah. I get it. I get it. All right, let's uh, go ahead and listen. You should know what this is when mm. you hear it. So it shouldn't. You know, it shouldn't be anything that's surprising.
short and sweet, boys. What the fuck was that? Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> you didn't recognize that, Jason? No. No? This is Stan? Clip 13? I got nothing, yeah. no. Clip 13, you got nothing? Nope. Phil knows Obviously, it. Phil knows what it is. He's yeah, cultured. Why don't you guys start your own goddamn podcast? What the fuck is this? <laughs> that was a sign. Sai, S-I-G-H. Okay, that's a, that, uh, I, I was going to guess it, but yeah. I was going to guess it, but I don't, yeah. I'm not too familiar with them. Yeah, that was the, the album Shiki, uh, and the song that I let you guys listen to was a Seti Genshi no Ato. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's I don't I didn't really think that I'd have to say much about it because I thought that you guys would have at least listened to it or, or you know remembered the the last album. I do remember you bringing it up. I'd never given this band a chance yet. Oh, yeah, dude, no. there's, it's just so beautiful. I mean, I get it's a little on the the avant garde side because they do you know some weird shit, but if you're a fan of this band, you will love what this album has to offer but yeah like i said it's more you know some it's avant-garde sounding so they're really doing a bunch of shit all the time they're throwing instruments that you normally don't hear there's flutes there's fucking clarinets there's wind chimes i mean crazy fucking singing yeah crazy fucking (laughs) vocals i mean it gets operatic at times so i mean it's it's a beautiful album honestly it yeah i just really 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 fucking liked it especially how it transitions to from some of like the the lighter shit into brutality. Like you can almost tell like it was, I don't know what the story is, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's a calm almost before the storm and then all of a sudden it's get fucked and then all the the madness happens. So yeah, it's weird at times, but at other times it's also like, I don't know, it just feels good. Yeah. So uh, the only thing about this that's kind of interesting, I, I found it is it's like there's been a massive lineup change going into it. So like half the albums recorded by guest musicians. So you had Mike Heller doing all the percussion, who's like the current Fear Factory drummer and kind of legendary hired gun. And then uh, Frederick Lasserk, I, I don't know quite how to pronounce his name, the current um, like second guitarist and creator, I believe, um, <laughs> who used to play Dragon Force, all sorts of bands, doing all the guitar and bass, or um, all the guitar and most of the bass on it. So Mirai is still heading them up but like the the core kind of bass player and drummer seem to be out of the loop for this one which is resulting in an interesting sound it's like way more um kind of modern metallic sounding it's really hefty like very Hmm. big sounding i think because of those additional musicians and as you heard from that clip some of the drum work like half the album's like drum solos it's fantastic yep Uh, yep yeah, just amazing solos throughout. And it's it's kind of a more traditionally engaging Psy album where it's less like, it's not your hail, horror, hail, weirdness. It's more like something like Grave Ward where it's a lot of big, catchy choruses, like really memorable moments. They're actually yeah. on my list of uh, like a discography to do. I think I started one time on the debut and I was just wasn't in the mood for it. Hmm. So... It ended right there, but yeah, they're definitely on my list. They're not bloated as well. It's a good discography dive because they're all about forty minutes, so it's quite digestible. Yeah. All right, where are we on? But yeah, number twelve. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. So I, I think this one's worth like diving into the clip. See if any of you recognise it. Okay.
Damn. I I know it, but I don't. I, I feel don't like know, I know man. This one. Like it's it's like something like reminds me of something like Ex Deo or something like that, but I don't like I don't know what it is. So you might not know the band, but it's um it's Strigoi, the album's Viscera, their second album. Oh. And this is Gregor McIntosh's kind of post Valenfire yeah. oh. project. Yeah. I never listened yeah, to this and, one from and, this year. Yeah, like it's it's really fucking cool. It's it's kind of taken on that that mold of that really heavy death doom. And there's just something about his voice that just like I just absolutely love his delivery of vocals and they oh, tend to the get vocalist. the tones really right. I didn't know he was the vocalist. Yeah. I'm really digging it. Is he the Yeah. Oh, okay, he's the vocalist of Valen Fire too, okay. Yeah, so I, I think this is sort of the spiritual successor to Valen Fire after mm-hmm. they kind of fell apart. It is, but it's like it's got quite a cool lineup because the other guitarist is Ben Ash, who was the the kind of live guitarist for Carcass for all the years following Surgical Steel. Kurt Ballou engineered and mixed it, so it sounds mm. fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Nice. That dude's just Greg is just he's cool. I know. <laughs> like. <laughs> I love that he he's does kind of side projects and stuff. That's badass. And he's such a good frontman live because he has like confidence of being in a big band for years. Like it's always sold these projects. But yeah, so I went for a really slow clip there, but as you can hear at the end, this gets into proper blast beating territory. If that, you know, if that clip was too sluggish for you, it's probably the slowest moment of the album. There's there's lots of variation in tempo, and it certainly doesn't oversay its welcome. It's lots of like you know, concise, tightly written four-minute songs. And it's just fucking bleak and heavy, and it's kind of what you want from that kind of death doom, or at least what I'm chasing in that kind of sound. Nice. Oh, I'm, that's, I've been eating that shit up this year, so I am mm-hmm. adding that to the list too. Yeah, I got it written down. Yeah, that's honestly what I was going to ask you, is if it was slow throughout. So the fact that it is not makes me a <laughs> Jackadale boy, so I'll go ahead and try that out. <laughs> I never really got into Valenfire besides their last album, but I remember just loving that one. So I'm gonna probably eat this. I, I one think up. that was the peak for Valenfire. Like their their, yeah. their final album was very good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Continuing down the Death Doom path. Yeah, so this one, uh, you know, it's kind of it's the second Death Doom one in a row now that I did, but this one's 
a lot different than mortuous. This is innumerable forms. Mm. Philosophical Collapse. That track was uh, one of my favorites on the album Thralls. And uh, yeah, it's it's com- like comparing it to something like Mortuous or whatever. This one is less on that like straightforward death metal with more like with like the slow moments. This one has a lot more slow moments, but really a lot of um, I don't know mo- emotion to it. Like you can hear it in that one. Like the leads. Oh on yeah, this that thing. riff that comes in halfway through that clip. Oh. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so addicting. And there's a lot of those moments on it. I think that one's a pretty one of the best examples, but I don't know if anyone is familiar with this band, but you got Justin Detour, who's it was his solo project for a long time and um now he's got fucking Chris Alsh, who's, you know, Power Trip and Devil Master and you got uh the drummer of Genocide Pact and I forget who the basis mm. is now, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a good lineup and I know they all work together now. And, you know, we had Justin on for the interview with the dream on ending when we talked about this album a little bit, but his vocals are so good. kind of like in that esoteric kind of just haunting fucking, it's yeah, perfect. He's got for a very this. distinctive voice. Yeah, he does. It's so good. And uh, yeah, if you like those kind of emotive, you know, a little bit of that uh, peaceful three type, you know, leads and things like that. It's beautiful. It's really good. Built on Raw, that's the second track. That would be a good starting point just to check it out. But really, really solid leads with like a really nice tone production-wise. Like I mm-hmm. think it was Arthur Rizik maybe that did it. It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys liked it though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. I really enjoyed that album. Like it didn't quite make my list. But yeah, that as you say, that peaceful free riffing that comes in every so often, it really makes it. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's so addicting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been all about that stuff lately, so I, maybe it could be just me, but I, uh, yeah, I came back to it quite a bit. And I mean, I liked the last one too, but this one was a step above for me just because that added the lead work on it. And it just feels like there's a little more emotion to it, which is always a good thing. So It's cool to see all these death metal bands that put out these really good albums like four years ago all put out something even better this year, though. Mm-hmm, I do yeah. like seeing that, yeah. Yeah, it's nice that boom's still going of like those bands who yeah mm-hmm. started when that was really cool. Was still and it's cool improving. to see them actually branch off and like you know yeah. do their own thing this time. Yeah, shoddy. Good pick. So I brought this band up on the cast before, so I don't know that we want to spend a lot of time with them. You're more than welcome to listen to the track if you want. Um, but it's the Deet Evinga Lendit. What? And the album is Reverence. Yeah, I have no I fucking that. idea, dude. Like, I'm going yeah, to have to listen. Here, I'll put the link in the... I'll go ahead and put the link for you. But go ahead and listen to it, and then we can talk about it in a second.
Wretch was the the song. And again, that was off of the album Reverence by Diet Eviga Lendet. They're, they're from Sweden. So That's I apologize for butchering the name. But yeah, it's just some good atmospheric black metal. They have like a, a huge, powerful sound to them, which, you know, I mean, sometimes you get a wall of sound in black metal, you know, but they have more of a, a harder you know, powerful sound behind them. Mm. Um, I don't know. I found myself, you know, in the wall of black metal that I listen to now, I, I found myself when I wanted to break it up a little bit, if I didn't want to like go death metal, I would put this on because it, it kind of had a little bit of that, you know, that, that hardness to break up the, I guess the speed of the death metal sometimes. Not to say that the speed isn't there here, but the atmosphere that they, they do in the album kind of slows it down just a little bit where it can be refreshing like i said after listening to some other stuff interesting yeah i don't remember you bringing them up but i'm just reading about it. it's the mayor needham guy it's the vocalist that's awesome yeah again He's no really idea fucking good yeah <laughs> so yeah did, didn't know that i that mean it was an early release mm-hmm. it was an early release so i'm almost positive i i I am I would you did. would bet some money that I brought it into an episode. Yeah, you oh, did. I remember. Yeah. I think we even said that then too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, I probably was like, because I don't honestly like I don't look at any of that shit when I'm listening. I just don't have time anymore. I just listen yeah, to the yeah. music and then you know to figure out what I want to talk about for the episodes is when I start looking up stuff. But for the most part, I don't care. Like it sounds good. If I really, really, really like it, then I'll start looking to see. How can I find more shit that sounds like that? But for the most part, I don't. But yeah, great shit. All right. Stan, Stan, anything? Well, let's ask him real quick so we don't hurt his feelings. Stan, <laughs> would you like to right say now. anything? Okay. Stan, yeah, favorite good. show Thank of you. the year. Favorite show of TV the year? TV show of the year. Come on, we need something. <laughs> shit, I, I did a Marvel run and I did every Marvel. I'm sorry. Thing that uh, he ever did. So yeah, I don't care. Let's I just move on. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. move on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we are back. What number are we on, though? Number 11. <laughs> All right, yeah, so my number 11, probably not one you're going to be aware of, going back to Chile again, and this is a debut album I've been looking forward to for a while. The band is Suppression. Uh, they put an amazing EP uh, a couple of years back, and yeah, this year we finally got their debut, The Sorrow of the Soul Through Flesh, I guess. Uh, listen to the clip. Awards for best clip of the episode, but goddamn, that was <laughs> yeah, fucking good. I, was, I know that was a good one. Yep, <laughs> those vocals, holy shit! 
Oh, Martin Van Buren. <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> that's a just yeah. That's like just bottomless pestilence. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that couple so, with like the fretless bass. It's very pestilence <laughs> vibes, but. <sighs> Yeah, I wanted I you know, part of me wanted to hate that, but you can't. Like <laughs> that was really fucking good. Phil, I regret now. I I loved the demo or the EP whatever that was. I remember buying that one instantly. We got the promo for this one. I remember listening to it and then like, I don't know, man, it got lost in the shuffle. Now I'm fucking kicking myself. <laughs> yeah, it I'm kicking myself for me, too. Actually, like I, I hmm. when I got it, I first time I was like, oh, it's all right. And then went back to it a couple of months back. I was like, oh, no, this is good shit. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Dude, these chili releases knock him out of the park. <laughs> yeah. So the thing to do with any of these bands from Chile is go to the metal archives. Every member of the band is in ten other bands. They're all good. Just, <laughs> They're like, all just click through them. Because like, the bass player on that was in Ripper, um, back who put out like one of the best fresh albums of like 2016. Like the the connections are crazy. I know I went down that rabbit hole with that bassist because he fucking blew me away, and I checked out all those Ripper albums and. Man, what a fucking player, dude. He's incredible. <laughs> oh, yeah. But as uh, Shuddy said, the whole band again, those vocals are really fucking cool. Yeah. Is there a lot of catchy parts on it like that? Because I do remember like a lot of technicality and um, being really good. I just, you know, is there a lot of parts like that that really catch your attention? I would say so. I think it, and it's got like, it's a short album, but it's got like an instrumental track, which has kind of full of beautiful melodies there's some really great like solos in places. There's some great choruses. It does, but it's got a production that's quite brutal. Like the album as a whole is a bit of a sledgehammer. But if you let it settle with you, it, there's lots to find in there. I think. Yeah. Well, it's probably going on tomorrow. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's listen. What a gem, Back. dude. Oh, wow. <laughs> the best pick you've brought all night. 
How is this not higher on your list? Oh, well, it's, we're getting there, you know? You're, we're getting you're there surely now. not going to bring anything that's better than that, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyone know what this was one? That? No. No. It's, uh, I know at least in our Patreon group, it's been talked about a lot, but, and we did talk about it in the last bonus episode, but that's autonoesis. Moon oh, of okay. Foul Magics. That's, oh, yeah. No, no. I have heard this album. Yeah. yeah this, this album's interesting. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that track was The Conjurer. Oh, you um, son dude, of I a don't mean, I mean, that, that track, that clip gives you an idea of what the album is, but honestly, it kind of doesn't fucking tell you anything because this album is wild. <laughs> Every track's different. I mean, it's, I don't know what it is. I guess it's black metal, but it's also thrash and it's also progressive and it's, I, I, fucking solos and there's neoclassical parts and I, I don't know it's got everything honestly yeah it, oh, it, it's an amazing release it's also like 80 minutes long and it's just so filled to bursting even in that time <laughs> like it's incredible <laughs> it's a long album uh you know you probably could cut something out but uh, I don't know fucking this podcast is pretty long too, and I don't, and I don't know. You know what I mean? It's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that but, wasn't a criticism. I just meant it's like it doesn't ever feel like it's treading water in like an hour. It's an hour and seven minute runtime. Yeah, it, it just fills that with more and more ideas. It was yeah, it's a hard one to digest, but it's so full it of is. good stuff. There's so many big epic moments on it, or you know, every track, almost every track has something. I mean, there's straight ahead thrash songs on here. There's fucking wild solos. I mean, I almost played. There's a track on here, Nile Nilety, uh, something, and it's got like something you guys would totally eat up. Like the intro, it's like basically second wave or like melodic black metal straight ahead, just riffing. I mean, it kind of has something for everybody. You hey, really can't hey. classify it, but it's great. I, I it's was so good. I, I was playing stupid. This is like spoiler. Hey, come on now, leave it. Well, I'm just, I'm just letting you know, like you're, 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 play you're rambling. Next time. <laughs> you're rambling. That's yeah, okay. Let him get his thoughts out. <laughs> you want to tell me anything? Tell me what happens, uh, fucking at the end of Avatar too. God damn, dude. <laughs> I, I, I guess I, we can cut around this and come back to it later. But yeah, it's. <laughs> we'll leave it there. I guess we'll leave it there. Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. Um, Shotty. Yeah, let's listen to it first. I don't know that anybody... Maybe Phil might know what it is, but I don't think that anybody else would have heard it, so... Guess we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, 
I'm going to butcher the name again. So that was Opus Diobli, some solo project out of uh, Spain. I don't know if, do, does anybody know Luciferian Black Lights? I don't know. He's like in some other band. I have no, no idea. I, yeah, I don't, it's so it's his solo project, I guess. What's the album? I don't really. Uh, the album is "I Am All That Has Gone Lost." Okay. But yeah, it basically was just very, very, very raw black metal, and I, I just really liked the. I don't know if you could hear it there. How whoever's playing on the drums is just fucking around a little bit. It's <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like floating in and out of time but it's still in time. I don't know. It was just, there was a bunch of weird aspects to this album that were, I guess the raw was honestly the best word to describe it. It was just not giving a fuck and going in there and just doing something. So I don't know if that's what happened or if that was the vibe that the dude was going for. But again, just another black metal album that I couldn't, find myself not listening to some of the tags for the band camp are true black metal i guess if there's a true black metal then you can say that this is it but like it's just it's just a raw old school black metal i liked where it was so going. the the song actually that you guys listen to is tango for the end of the world so yeah that sounded really cool it's something like as you say that that kind of raw intensity of the production I'd have to see whether that, that's either going to really endear me over the listen or get on my nerves. And I don't know, like, and if, mm-hmm. if that sound appeals, I could see that, like, yeah, locking in because not a lot of stuff sounds like that. Mm. Yeah, the songs are lengthy too, Phil. So it does travel a little bit. So that's not, I mean, you, you know, that's the motif of the song, but th- it, there are peaks and valleys. So nice. I'm um, nice, looking nice. forward to checking this one out, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Guys, I'm on my second piece of scrap paper. <laughs> I don't think I wrote down less money stuff ever. <laughs> uh, number ten. <laughs> <laughs> you keep cutting out, and it just sounds so fucked up. Yeah, it does. The false setup. Again, yeah. it clipped. I tried, yeah, but it clipped. I tried to do some King Diamond shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, so number ten is the the pick I've been dreading because I just can't I can't make a like a clip that captures this album. But mm. it's um, that's always uh, a good thing. Go ahead and play play the clip, and yeah, we'll come back to it. <laughs> Wow. Sludgy. Yeah. Okay. 
So this is Gravelines from the UK with their third album, Communion. And it's a difficult beast to summarize. So the band are listed as like a sludge slash doom band. But this album goes a lot of weird places. And some of the best moments of this album are like near 10 minute build ups and payoffs. Mm. As you heard, there's a mixture of like clean screen vocals in there. There's some very gentle melodic passages some more extreme moments there's like one song that is just like screaming over harsh noise like it's it's a varied release the vocals i mean right off the bat those seem like oh man i'm i'm like eating up any kind of powerful vocals right now that's like my thing like oh i'm gonna probably check this out tomorrow just for that reason yeah, if you're digging the vocals, I like that guy really steals the show on this release. Like it mm. is very much about his voice. You can and, tell. N- n- yeah. Not taking anything, not taking anything away from the riffs, and other, you know it all worked. But I mean, like the vocals mm-hmm. stood out right right away. Yeah, I went to I went to add it to my wish list, but it's in there. So I don't know if did you bring this up before, Phil? Because I don't remember ever hearing I, about this. I think I was plugging it in the backstage lounge you when it came have. out. I think it was like a mid year release, and yeah, I remember it being one of the the early releases from this year. I sort of got really sucked into. Hmm. It's um, yeah, it's just got enough prog for me that sludge isn't usually my genre, but I, I did I really dug the prog side of this. Yeah, that was really cool. I'm very interested. Awesome. All right. Um, let's move ahead. It's going to be a little different than that. Guesses? No, dude. No clue. <laughs> really? Oh no. shit! I thought maybe someone would get that one. I know I talked about them before this year, but um. Anyways, that was Cosmic Putrefaction, Crepuscular oh, okay. Dirge oh, yes. for the yes. Blessed yeah, yeah, Ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, track was from Resounding Silence to the Obsidian Womb. Yeah, this fucking album, man. I've been liking this band since their first one, but they've never made an end of the year list until this one. This one is a special one, like. Everything he's been doing, it's 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 mainly one guy. I believe there's a different vocalist that he's brought on, and I, actually, I believe he's brought on a drummer from Hideous Divinity. Hmm. Maybe they're Italian. So, oh, cool. Yeah, but everything is bigger. Everything's more cinematic. It's still weird as fuck. It still sounds, it's you know, it's still cosmic 
death metal. It sounds like it's out in outer space and, you know, they should be touring with whatever blood incantation and demolition and artificial brain, you know, like it's all that kind of stuff. But, um, super cinematic has that, those, like, I wanted to find a clip that had like some heavy riffs, but also those weird, like ambience, like, like, like melodies, not pretty melodies, but like just little things that make it super listenable, I guess. Cause it gets kind of dissonant sometimes and it can be pretty complex, but this dude is so good at like putting parts in there that make you like headbang or make you like a little thing that'll repeat just enough. Like artificial brain can do that too, you know, where it's like pretty complex stuff, but uh, it can be listenable. And uh, this one, I fucking love it. It's, it was, first time I heard it, I was like, oh, end of the year list, wrote it down and here it is. I listened to the shit out of it like for a week. And then just forgot about it. <laughs> okay, well, that's but good, I though. really did enjoy. I really did enjoy it though, like because same with you. I can be kind of like following him since his what first release. Yeah, well, definitely since the second one. And then like, I, yeah, I did. I did remember really liking this one, but I just it, it got just lost. And yep, yep. I would probably give it an honorable mention just because I'm probably not going to have any. But like, uh, that's as far as I can go with this. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, are you a fan at all? Yeah, so I, I like their older stuff and just, yeah, fucked up and didn't listen to this album this year. Uh, okay. Like, and that, that clip uh, made me immediately regret it. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried I'm being too positive in this episode, but I really liked that clip. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really curious because it just, it just seems like something you would like. So I was like, I wonder if Phil got into this oh one, yeah so. they're like classic eye void hanger fair so yes. right up my alley and yeah mm-hmm. I, I, I haven't been digging into the eye void hanger stuff as much this year but yeah there's mm-hmm. something to check out post uh you know post list season i guess yeah yep for sure for sure all right uh what do you got shoddy uh more black metal wow man um, when did nice. this happen for you i don't dude i don't i don't, I don't know, know. Just, like I can't control it. I, I can't control what happened. I feel like you got it the just, COVID vaccine and like this has been ever since. Like, I don't know if it's related. It's been a couple of years now. No, it's been a couple of years now. Yeah. It was before the vaccine. I don't know, dude. Are you sure? Can you prove that? Yeah. Just listen to number 10 and shut up, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
realize that's possibly back. the shittiest clip I pro- I could have made. So every every one of Shotty's <laughs> yeah. clips just keeps going f- closer and closer to Natten's metrical. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I was getting some serious <laughs> over vibes from that. Just each one. It, <laughs> uh, that was disgusting. Yeah, mm. I do, and that's the reason why. So it might be a little simplistic. So I guess I should tell you who it is first. It's off Wintrin. Off Wintran, no idea if I'm saying that right or not. Every single one of them, dude. And this is from fucking England, too. This is like a UK band, and I still can't. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, It Often Befalls Those is the name of the album. I was driven to the album by the album Art, which is obviously amazing. (laughs) Off Wintran (laughs) is the name of the band. Again, butchering that, but another fucking two-piece, which, again, not searching for this shit. But being only that there are two people in the band, it sounds huge. Like, it sounds like it's not just a two-piece. But the vocals, honestly, the vocals, it's so disgusting that it's amazing at the same time. I haven't heard this filth since that Isak Trillium. Like, it's literally just on that level of he's probably about to blow his larynx out, but he's going for it anyway, and he doesn't care. So... Yeah, I was really honestly just the vocals, dude. I loved the vocals so much. I need to hear more on that one. I I couldn't get full on on the clip. I played uh, that was again the the work thing. That was a very shitty clip. I apologize. He did say it right away. He's like, ah, not the best clip. The second I listened to it, I was like, oh, that's fucked. But I mean, I Um, hear I hear what you're saying. It, it, this music's hard to pick clips from though, because you gotta you gotta it, sit and marinate in that kind of sound for a bit. It, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. It's really because again, like I said, it's not they're not doing anything extraordinary with the guitars. It's not the drums aren't off. It's really about the vocals. And like Phil said, it's not. I mean, I could play a clip for you, and it really wouldn't get you hard. You just be oh whatever. Yeah. You gotta listen to it to be in in that mindset of whatever off Wintran is. Okay. So, okay. yeah. All right. Uh, number nine. <laughs> Last two, right at the night? Yeah, yeah, yeah last nine two. And then, yep, nine and eight. Yeah, I think this one just rolled the clip. So um, that was Ancient Mastery with their second album, Chapter 2, oh. The Resistance. Um, mm. And this is a real fucking cheesy black metal album, but with that raw-ass sound to it. And yeah, I kind of fell in love with this over the last few months. Yet another December release, so once again a good reason to hold off to the end of the year for your list season. But yeah, I, I love this album. 
too cheesy for you guys or all right? Cheesy is no, a really no. good word. So I actually did check this out because I I love their EP from last year. Hmm. But the both the full lengths, even the last one, it wasn't doing anything for me. I like the last full length, chapter one. Did you? Yeah. But I didn't get into this one. I but I gave it I gave it a quick listen, so I maybe it wasn't in the right mood. I like the cheesy shit from the, from the last one. So yeah, maybe so, I'm not giving up. Yeah. I mean, they've gone further down that road. Like they, this is it is that melodic. There's a huge appearance of Cersei, uh, the uh, vocalist who first appeared on that EP, the clean vocalist. She has like four big sections on this album where very clean vocals over often like acoustic guitar kind of stuff so lots of like melodic detours it's not a heavy album but it's i don't know the thing about it it's they do something i i was just really digging this year and i just had all the albums kind of discovered there's fucking maps to go along with the concepts (laughs) being talked about in the lyrics so any shit like that though you got me like hooked right away like you know that makes something that's so much more now to me yeah yeah than the music the cover was so different on it i was like i didn't realize it was the same band at first i'll be honest the cover is shit like yeah. it is one of those things it does not communicate the music within like it looks like a bad power metal cover yeah, yeah. i just yes. zoomed in on it just laughing my ass off it's, it's yeah. bad yeah yeah but i i will give this another listen because i did really really like the last one i think i almost put the last one on my list to be honest with you so i will check it out yeah, yeah it i mean that, that clip's pretty pretty representative is that kind of that kind of vibe throughout, but yeah, I, I just really, really uh, stuck with me. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this band, uh, I think basically if they put an album out, uh, it's going to be on the uh, end of the year list. So let's listen. cool <laughs> do you know that one at least uh, uh, of course i know that yeah, one okay. i'm, I'm okay. not gonna get uh, <laughs> that was cool clip 
Oh, God, I love this band so much. Uh, the Secrecy, <laughs> Unveiling, The Abyss, the first track from that one, Rivers of the Nether Realm. It's, this, it's his, this is a one-man project, cover to fucking vocals, to drums, to guitar. His uh, seventh, yeah, seventh album. Every single one is fucking awesome. This one, fucking, I don't want to say it's the best one, but I mean, because I don't know, the last one was great too, but this one does have a little better production on it that kind of helps because some of them are, are, you know, it can be a little more raw, a little bit, they're all a little different production wise, but um, yeah, I mean, I've talked about this band too many times, so I don't want to talk much about it. I mean, like I always say, there's so many bolt thrower clones out there. Here's a band that takes a lot of bolt thrower, but makes it fucking different. You get the early finish shit. You mix it in, that gives you that weird-ass sound, the eerie melodies, the eerie atmosphere. You know, I, I don't know. Shit like, Stan, you're better with the finished death metal than me, but maybe some early, uh, what's the fucking? Adremelic. Yeah, Adremelic, some ab- um, abhorrence, maybe even yep. some early amorphous. Like, Demigod. mix some of that weird shit with some of, the, like, the bolt thrower simplicity, and, I mean, there you go underappreciated i never hear the i don't know like i think because there's no press for this band there's no there's no they're not he's not online he's not pushing this stuff there's there's no like push for this band it's on extreme what's that label extreme music Music. extreme music (laughs) i love that fucking label (laughs) it's so good it's so good yeah he doesn't i don't think he gives a shit i know he said he wasn't even gonna put out another album he's just gonna make songs and then thank god he did but uh yeah go listen to this band that's all i've got to say yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna say it was a cool album. Let's just <laughs> okay. leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. What do you got, Shadi? Just listen to it. black metal huh uh, yeah that, that that was i was at a guitar that's, into that i don't know what it is I, that was <laughs> amazing <laughs> but, but it's weird though because so that was nihlum uh, the album was cascading darkness and the song that you listened to was waves temporal uh they're actually dude from fucking kansas city missouri so it's some um, united <laughs> oh, nice. states they say black metal. I don't. It's weird. Like the vocals are there, but they're doing a bunch of atmospheric shit, and it's kind of a little bit all over the place with respect to like. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they, they. It's just. It's a little weird. It's not your traditional black metal album, but it's not death metal. It's. It's just. It's a hodgepodge of some genres, with I guess blackened elements being what you hear most 
hmm. when they're playing. But yeah, the guitars are fucking awesome. The vocals are awesome. I I, I, I love the vocals. I love the riffing. Yeah, that was just. Uh, I will say, like, contrary to you, that, at least that cliff sounded very kind of trad black metal to me. But, Especially um, when that lead that but, lead came in right at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that that is nothing. I I absolutely love that. And yeah, this band's completely new to me. And amazing that from Kansas City, it sounded very uh, very Norwegian forests. Like that's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I could not believe it when I saw Kansas City. I was like, "What the fuck?" So nice. Yeah, nice. Another new one to um, me. So yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Moving along All here, right, Stan. Are you ready to interject or no? No, no. no okay. I'm just I'm just soaking this all in. Alrighty. Okay. <laughs> this is great. Last one of the night, right, guys? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number. Number. <coughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're right. So you guys seem to be sitting somewhat in a vein with most your picks. Mine's kind of genre whiplash tonight. I, I do apologize for that. Um, I think this. Go ahead and play the clip for this one. There. Yes. Take my money. Yeah. What is that? Where, what is that? <laughs> All right, so it's the second uh, debut album I brought in today. This is Fanatophobia, and the album is Rebirth Through Destruction, and the track is Entities of a Dead Planet. So there are two pieces based between Russia and Belarus, I believe. Uh, one guy does all the instrumentation, one guy does all the vocals, and the album is all over the fucking place. So you have that moment there, little bit, bit artificial brainy, that kind of heavy mm-hmm. slams, but then like spacey atmosphere. The vocalist does all sorts of stuff. He doesn't just sit in that like guttural register. He goes up to almost some like black metal highs for certain tracks. Really? This song's uh, centered around brutal death metal, but there's all these sections of amazing melodic guitar work. Um, there's, there's acoustic passages in it all over the fucking place absolutely wild release and I, I was just kind of blown away by it um yeah Can it's one that you've got to hear one more time uh fanatophobia uh th that start that is i'll send it to you stan 
Okay, okay. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I, at first I was like, what? Just some brutal death metal? And then it kept going. And <laughs> wow. You know, almost, almost it kind of brought me back to, to um, what's the other project that Will Smith is in from our, you know, from our. Oh, Afterbirth. Yeah, like a little, you know how they do some weird shit with the brutal death metal uh, DNA or whatever. But so I, I, I'm all on. Yeah, I'm on board for this. Yeah, it's it's certainly got those kind of links to like big wheel style projects. Afterbirth is probably almost a better touchstone. Um, it certainly has that kind of like one guitar, one bass kind of energy rather than the kind of wall to guitars sound. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I kind of wanted that clip in there to show that it does just do traditional slams in places, but then will always subvert your expectation moments later. You got me very interested. Especially mm-hmm. with the different, like clip. him doing some different vocals. I mean, that's that just sounds wild. Yeah, because he's not bad at the the lows. No. Those are impressive gutturals. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on board, man. Very nice, very nice. I've never heard of that one, so I'm, that's cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my last one for the night, man. This one, uh, this one's been creeping higher up on the list. Uh, Every time I listen to it, this is, yeah, this one, it steps out from the lane I've been in for sure. This is definitely the most unique one so far of the night. I immediately want to go beat someone up. What was that? Yeah, 100%, dude. What is this? Stan, you know it? I don't. No. I mean, we talked about them last... Was it last year? Shit. Anyways, it's Spirit World with uh, their new one, Death oh, Western. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course it fucking is. Like, <laughs> you know, so I, mean, I actually... Go ahead. No, I actually just like listened to it yesterday. Mm, okay. Yeah, I slept on it. And I was like, "Fuck me!" <laughs> like, so yeah, good. it's it's good. <laughs> it's so good, dude. I mean, I really loved the last one, and I and I regret. I'm pretty sure it was just an honorable mention, it, or it, maybe it made my list. I don't know. Maybe it did, but um, this one, it's it's probably maybe it's even better. I I don't know. It's been a while, but uh, it took me a minute. I first listened to it, and I thought it was good, and I was like, I don't know. Um, maybe the riffs sound a little too samey. And then I kept listening to it, and then I'd be like, God, I really want to go fucking put that album on again. And it would just, like, keep calling me back to it. I think it's just so goddamn addictive. Like, yeah, there's not a lot of variation. They kind of are doing the same thing for the whole album, but, like, 
the thing they're doing is really good. So there's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, no. exactly. It doesn't really matter. Like, cause it's going to make you bang your head. It's the most energetic album I've heard that like just, or it makes me, you know, when, when you want that, that like fucking adrenaline rush, good time, headbang. No, don't think too hard. God damn. It's addicting. I will say, I will say, I can confidently say that if this was released in like June, August, this would be like ninety-five percent of people's number one. Oh yeah, like hands down. I just, agree it with was that. so oh, yeah, late. Yeah. Like I think some people checked it out. Some people, like I slept on it for too long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, yeah, I mean that's what I'm thing. saying. It might even be higher on my list. Like I, a little more time. Like out of the all the albums on my uh, list, like you think back and it's like, man, you know what? I have a feeling I'm going to be coming back to this one a lot. Whereas like mm-hmm. a lot of these you'll forget about. I don't, this one's got that but, almost power trip appeal where like, it's got that lasting impression cause it's so goddamn fun. But even the last one though, it was the same way. Like I think I checked it out after maybe, maybe it was on your list or something. Yeah. And then I went back to that album so many times. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's something really special about this band. Yeah, dude. They're having fun, man. Slayer riffs and fucking mm-hmm. dive bomb solos and oh. Hardcore yep. DNA. It's got something for everybody. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah. Love it. You like it, Phil, too? Uh, so I, I've not given this one enough time. I loved the, the 2020 album. I think this one, my worry is they will never top having the best intro to an album ever on their debut. Yeah. Like that, that, that <laughs> intro is so perfect that it stopped me going into this one. And I, I just need to spend the time. I know, uh, shout out to Chris from the Backstage Lounge. I know this is his number one. Yeah. He's been repping the fuck out of it so yeah i just i need to get to it it's on the list like that clip's fucking brilliant (laughs) and that's the thing dude i had this was the easiest one to make a clip for because you could just hit play any fucking where anywhere on this album and it's just gonna be like oh that's a great clip (laughs) everywhere but anyways all right what uh what do you have shoddy ah so the final pick of i guess the night is gonna be uh we can listen to it but yeah i mean I'll, i'll introduce it it's uh the funeral mass it's shadow of the raven throne um you'll be listening to riders of the nebulous lands so yeah let's go ahead and and do that let's ride the nebulous lands
One more yeah, time. So, so that was Funeral Mass. Funeral And the mass. album was Shadow of the Raven Throne. I like the cover. Yeah, yeah. So I knew that they were, they sounded familiar. Like the album came out late, uh, what's it called? December. And I remember, I remember being like, Funeral Mass, Funeral Mass. Where the, how the fuck do I know them? And then I remembered <laughs> back to that album in 2020, The Forgotten Kingdoms of the North. Uh, I don't know who had it on their list. I don't, somebody brought it. At some point, it was on a list for the end of the year. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I listened to it. I didn't think I was going to like it. I didn't think it was going to live up to the last one. And then, I mean, December 9th, and I think I probably listened to the album maybe 15, 20 times, you know, since it's come out, just because every time I put it down, I'm like, oh shit, let me, it was let me on listen your to list, that again. <laughs> what? It was oh. on your list. <laughs> oh, okay. I love how fast you can go back and look at the shit. Like, you just go back and find it. I just typed it. it in the Discord and it's on your list from 2020. No. <laughs> well, well, there, yeah. I don't keep up with these things. So I knew that I had recognized them, but yeah. So. Does it, anyway, does it have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you look at the cover and you think it could have some of that like dissection vibes or, you know, melodic black yeah. or no. It doesn't have the painted thing, but it's got the there's castle and the bit, blue. There's, there's melody there, but I wouldn't. Well, it's I like don't even know. even the logo and like that's just like got Sacramentum written all yeah, over it. Right exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. I was getting some serious dissection vibes from that clip as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit, but I wouldn't. I don't know. Mm. More on the. More on it, the just black side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know if that's what they were going for. I, I guess I don't. I didn't hear that when I listened to it. I did. There is a lot of melody in it, but I did not hear the, you know, the. I guess the heavy dissection riffing. So yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. I just m- maybe wasn't listening for it. But yeah, it sounded good. I think it's possibly almost no, the vocal delivery. Like here, like there was that like very enunciated like sound to it. Which kind of puts me in mind a lot of the Swedish death stuff, like uh, Swedish mm-hmm. black metal stuff. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is well, weird Nagelfire. too, with them being from. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, I don't know where you find this shit, dude, because I don't know I any know. of these bands. <laughs> dude, Damn, these are a- all new to me. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the new Matthias. My God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't know what any of his shit. <laughs> just the shit just finds me, dude, and then I just write it down and then i'll just listen to it yeah that's right it hits me in the head at the end of an album (laughs) so well boys we talked about a lot of fucking good albums and we got a lot more good ones to come yes we do the best is yet to come i promise you i I will get in next round we don't need you bro we're we're doing all right (laughs) that's fine that's fine (laughs) hey phil you've been great i uh, (laughs) take it take the throne Yeah, we probably should wrap it, man. We've been going for a while, so uh, yep. call it here, and, and uh, we'll pick it back up. Top seven. Yeah. I'm Stan the Man. I am Evil J Dog. Shoddy's there somewhere. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I was waiting for Phil to say something, because I was going <laughs> to close it out, so it's okay. Oh, okay. I'm, sh- well, I'm Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Shoddy. You guys stay metal. We love you. <laughs>